We are still talking about missions. Uh, we will be all this month, uh, and we will be in the book of Luke tonight. Luke chapter 10. Luke chapter 10, verse 25. I think that this parable, uh, we know it as the parable as the Good Samaritan. Some of you may have read it or heard it before. This is a good parable for us to think about, uh, especially those of us as we are preparing to go to New Orleans. Uh, But it's good for us to remember all the time. Luke chapter 10, verse 25. Uh, throughout this month on Wednesday nights, uh, the, uh, to, to help with the uh, offering that we're taking, the Margaret Lackey offering, they sent us a little pamphlet with some different stories about some different missionaries. And so that's kind of going to be our guide of what we'll be uh, talking about over the next uh, month as we do uh, services on Wednesday night, uh, kind of talking a little bit about what some of the uh, needs are in Mississippi. And the passage for this week's uh, uh, guide was uh, the Good Samaritan, the story of the Good Samaritan. So uh, we'll pray, then we'll read through the text, then we'll talk about it. Father God, we come to you tonight, and I thank you for these words that we are about to read. And I pray, God, that as we read them, we see the significance of what's being taught here, dear Lord. God, I pray that you help us to, to see who our neighbor is, that you would help us to be obedient to help those who are in need. I pray, God, that you be with me as I preach and teach tonight. I pray that the Holy Spirit will speak through me, and I pray that you would help us to hear something in your word that we need to hear. I ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Luke 10, verse 25. Just then, an expert in the law stood up to test him. That's talking about Jesus there. Saying, Teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? What is written in the law? He asked him. How do you read it? But he answered, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, and with all your mind, and your neighbor as yourself. You have answered correctly, he told him. Do this and you will live. But wanting to justify himself, he asked Jesus, And who is my neighbor? Jesus took up the question and said, A man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell into the hands of robbers. They stripped him, beat him, and fled, leaving him half dead. A priest happened to be going down that road. When he saw him, he passed by on the other side. In the same way, a Levite, when he arrived at the place and saw him, passed by on the other side. But a Samaritan on his journey came up to him, and when he saw the man, he had compassion. He went over to him and bandaged his wounds, pouring on olive oil and wine. Then he put him on his own animal, brought him to an inn, and took care of him. The next day he took out two denarii, gave them to the innkeeper, and said, Take care of him. When I come back, I'll reimburse you for whatever extra you spend. Which of these three do you think provided, or excuse me, proved to be a neighbor to the man who fell into the hands of the robbers? The one who showed mercy to him, he said. Then Jesus told him, Go and do the same. And we have a beautiful story there that Jesus tells us. The story of a man who was beaten, who was robbed, who was left for half dead. 
And the people that you would think would have helped him were the ones that passed him by. But the one who was least likely to help the man who had been beaten and robbed is the one who stopped and helped him. Perhaps we've heard the phrase Good Samaritan so many times in our life. Uh, We may think that the Samaritans uh, were looked upon highly in that day and age. But that is not the case at all. Uh, Nobody liked the Samaritans. They were the lowly people. And for all of the people, for Jesus to say stopped and helped the man in need, he chose the Samaritan because he knew that that would strike a chord with this expert in the law that he was telling the story to. The very ones that should have stopped and helped were the ones that passed the man in need by. And the very one that nobody would have thought would help, the one that everyone would have looked down upon, not only did he stop to help the man, but he went over and above what he needed to do. Not only did he stop and just get him off the road, but instead he put him up. He paid his bills. He saw to it that he was taken care of, not just in the moment, but for a little ways to come until he got better. Now, the man who heard this story, when Jesus asked, which one of these do you think uh, was the neighbor, he said, the one who showed mercy to him. Isn't it interesting that he didn't say, uh, that he didn't say the Samaritan there? Uh, maybe I'm reading something into that, but I think maybe Jesus struck a chord, and perhaps he couldn't, even, he couldn't even bear to utter the words, the Samaritan. It was the one who showed him mercy, but he got it right. He understood what went on there. He understood that there was one of the three that showed the man mercy. And that's what it means to be a neighbor. To be a neighbor doesn't mean to help the person who lives next door to you. To be a neighbor means to help the person who is in need. That is our neighbor. Those are the ones that God calls us to, uh, to help. And Jesus said to him, go and do the same. Now, I think that that's good advice for us today. I think that's good advice for all of us every day as we go out into the world. That's good advice for us as we go to New Orleans. Because sometimes we may see people who are in hard situations, and we may come up with excuses as to why we don't want to stop. Perhaps we just are driving and we don't want to make eye contact, so we look straight ahead as to not acknowledge them. Because we feel a burden there that maybe we should stop and help. Perhaps we say, well, I want to stop and help, but I've just got too much to do. I can't stop and help. I want to stop and help, but that person looked kind of shady, and I don't know. I'm kind of afraid, and maybe I shouldn't stop and help. Now, we need to be mindful, and we need to be careful. That's for sure in this day and age. Uh, But we don't want to be guilty of passing up a need that God may have put in our path. We don't want to be guilty of being judgmental. We don't want to be guilty of, uh, of saying, well, the next person will take care of that person who is in need. When all the while, it may be God who has called us to help meet that need. And we need to be faithful to do that. That's what being on mission is. And we talked about that Sunday. It's not about going far off. It's about helping those that we encounter who have a need. And there are people all over this state that have a need. One of the focuses uh, for this uh, study this week that they presented to us was the need uh, to, to be there and help international people. Now, we talked about that for just a second Sunday morning uh, that we don't really usually think about, or I don't think about, uh, the many international people that are living within this state. Uh, but when we see those who are in need that may be from another country, well, we don't need to be quick to judge them because their English might not be so good or because they may not dress like us or they may not look like us. You never know when the simplest little thing that we could do could make the biggest difference in someone's life. 
And the illustration that they talked about tonight was that uh, an international woman had moved to the States and a missionary here said, look, uh, what, 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 would, what, would, what would you like somebody to do for you? Uh, you've been in the States for a while. What, have been, what would have been helpful for you as an international person coming to the States? And the lady's response was, if my neighbor would have just said, will you go to the grocery store with me? She said, going to the grocery store is a task. You don't speak the language. You don't understand the lingo. You don't know what to buy. You don't understand pricing. And we look over things like that that may be simple to us, uh, but those are things that, as simple as they may be, uh, may be beneficial to somebody. Now, that's just one example of a need that we may encounter, but we may encounter needs like that every day. We may encounter them whether we're at the grocery store, whether we're at New Orleans on the street, or wherever we may be. Uh, there may be an opportunity for us to love on somebody, for us to help somebody. And we have to ask ourselves the question, are there people that God has called me to help that I felt like I've needed to help that I've passed by? And we need to pray that God would help us to have the boldness and the strength and the courage to when God puts those people in our path, that we love on them, that we do help them that we're not judgmental and pass them by, but, but that we see them as somebody that Jesus loves, that we see them as somebody that Jesus cares about. There's a few things that it gives us, and I think they're good things for us to think about, uh, things that we can think about and that we can pray about if we are going to be on mission for the Lord. Uh, one of the things is to pray for people in your sphere of influence who have no knowledge of Jesus as their Lord. We probably all know somebody in our life that's not a Christian, that's not a follower of Jesus. And very simply, we need to pray for those people. And many of us probably already do that. There are probably family members and friends in our life that we need to pray for. That's a good place to start. A good place to start is the people who are closest to you, although sometimes those may be the hardest to share the gospel with. But we need to be in prayer for those people as we're on mission for the Lord. Another thing that we can think about and pray about is participate uh, in your church in developing a relationship with a church outside your culture, ethnic or socioeconomic group. That is, find other churches to get plugged in with and help that aren't like you. We have a tendency to kind of kind of group around people who are like us, who think like us, who look like us, and who talk like us. And that's not bad in and of itself. Uh, but we need to be out there in that community that we talked about uh, Sunday, that community with other, uh, other believers, uh, learning from people who may be a little different than us. It's not that they're evil people. It's that they just dress different or look different or talk different. And we need to be involved and be part of that community of other believers. Another thing that we can think about and pray about and, and work on is to get out of our comfort zone by putting ourselves in a trust environment. Now, I believe we're going to be doing that when we go to New Orleans. Sometimes it's kind of hard, for me at least, maybe not for you guys, it's kind of hard to step out of that comfort zone. Uh, we don't, we don't, nobody wants to face rejection. We want to be able to tell people about Jesus Christ and tell them that Jesus loves them. And we want people to accept that good news. We want people to turn to Jesus Christ. Uh, but we know that as we step out of our comfort zone and we go out into the world, uh, that we will encounter people that may not want to hear that good news, that may not want to accept that good news, and that may not treat us very nice in the process. But as we step outside of our comfort zone, it causes us to trust the Lord a little more. It causes us to really trust Him because we have to trust in His strength, not in our own. We don't have to be magnificent speakers or we don't have to be Bible scholars, as I had said uh, Sunday. We just trust in the Lord. 
We know the truth of the gospel. We know the love of Jesus Christ. And so uh, we rely on that. And we go into the world and we show the people that love. The question that we have to answer is, are we following Jesus' command here that he gave to this expert in the law? We see who our neighbors are. We probably all encounter people in need on a regular basis. And Jesus says, look, go and do the same as this man who has shown mercy. Let us be found faithful to be those faithful servants of Jesus Christ that are showing mercy to those who are in need. Let's pray. Father God, we come to you tonight and we thank you for this uh, simple story. And I pray, God, that you help us not to miss the point. Dear Lord, help us, to, help us to be those who don't pass by, but help us to be those who stop and help people in whatever way it may be. God, I pray that you give us strength. I pray that you would just uh, uh, mature us, dear Lord, and take away our fears. God, we do have to trust you because sometimes it is a little scary. God, I pray that you would keep us safe as we do your work and we encounter people. Uh, but God, we know that it's, it's tough. Sometimes we, we face tough situations. And so I pray, God, that you be with us, that as we ease out of our comfort zone and begin to reach out to those in need, that you give us boldness and courage and words to say. And just, just let love overflow out of our heart, dear Lord. That's why we help people, and because we, we love them. God, if that love's not there, God, help us to have that love for people. Help us to have that love in our heart to love people the way that you love people, dear Lord. It's not that we hate people, but, but God, we, we want to learn how to love like you. So help us to mature and grow in your word and grow in you, dear Lord, so that our heart will just, uh, just be burdened for people in need and that we would, we would look forward to helping them, dear Lord. Help us to see opportunities that you put in our path and help us to make the most of those opportunities, dear Lord, to serve you and to love those who have a need. God, I pray that as we see your words and we know uh, that it's good to, to have mercy and to treat people with love and to take care of them, God, let us be found faithful to do the same. And I ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen.